0: well you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds what could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds let odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs advertise with odyssey visit ads.odyssey.com live from las vegas sports talk hot takes and all of the bangers lindsey brown and adrian hernandez the playmakers
1: a day unlike we've ever heard before. A Wednesday edition of the Playmakers. We are here. We are ready. We are locked and loaded for a full two hours of sports and other things, Adrian Hernandez. you
2: damn right. Plus a Playmakers Plus edition later, too. We got all the tools at our uh, disposal.
1: Excellent. Well, it'd be fantastic if our tools would work because we have a celebrity guest up in here. Wait, what? And, and the headphones aren't working. And so Marcus probably should come in and get this figured out oh. before we really delve that much deeper into what's going on in our program today. Because, like I said, it is a day unlike uh, any of us have heard on this program. It's not every day we have guests that we do in our studio. But just as we're getting that stuff figured out, I'll give a little preview of what exactly is going on in this program. NHL Free Agency. Is upon us.
2: So this is like your Christmas day.
1: Kind of, sort of. Like from afar. It's like watching other kids open up their uh, presents and you have none. And so it's not as fun. But you can, you know, share in their joy.
2: That's amazing. I'm very excited for you. For I haven't seen you like this. You were working the phones. Mm. You had TSN streams. Yep. You had everything ready to go. When it comes to Free Agency Joe.
1: Day, I need to have my vowels drawn out.
2: And uh, Well, I know we're going to get into it later. But mm. the Golden Knights... Are we expected to make splashes, as Certainly my would say?
1: Certainly not. You haven't heard a damn thing besides a, a couple of players that I think are going to fill out the bottom six or at least a couple of training camp uniforms because we are so tied up in our own salary cap that we have to make some moves to uh, actually get some moves done, if that makes sense.
2: Well, look, the Golden Knights may not be making moves, but us here at 1140 The Bet, Lindsay, we're making moves. Yeah, the
1: trajectory is high.
2: Yes, and for our listeners, uh, we're going to hook you up. Clash of Nations 2022, it is Happening at Allegiant Stadium. We're gonna get you into the building in a matter of minutes to get you to see International Club Soccer Champions, England's Chelsea FC and Mexico's Club America at Allegiant Stadium. Your chance for that Family Four pack is on the way.
1: We gotta bring the fam too.
2: The entire fam for some professional. Have you been to the entire
1: nuclear fam. Have you
2: done minor league or professional soccer? Have you gone?
1: I've went to one lights game here, and it was a hell of a time the great crowd sunset usually,
2: the crowd usually goes crazy yeah the band
1: was great everybody was super engaged and uh, and it's a little bit of a, different of a stadium situation for the lights games versus what we're going to be seeing at Allegiant Stadium but the energy i'm sure will uh persist in terms of what will persist besides our energy throughout this program uh, we got make space wednesday we're going to talk about the the warrants of maybe showing some images that are a little bit tougher to see and to process and and perhaps maybe that can change some minds when we get into some NFL stuff but honestly Pretty much, our entire show is up in the air right now. Because, like I said, we have a celebrity guest. I'm not a celebrity. <gasps> you are the biggest of time.
3: Theater of the mind. Someone's here. No, no, I'm. I'm not. I'm. I'm just. Uh, I'm just a kid that loves hoops. Mm. And uh, that's
1: just basically what I'm here for. Kid with a dream, chasing said dream, watching there's, other kids chase their dreams. There's
3: nothing that uh, makes you feel really small like being in an arena with professional athletes and other media members who probably make more money than you but definitely feel more important than you.
1: But I've been told that big timing is a mindset. And so how do you, Trista Crick, get into said mindset?
3: I don't big time. Like, I think big timing is trash. Like, I think Uh big timing people is, like, maybe the worst thing ever. I think it's just something that shows me you're not a great human being. That's why I try to make sure everyone knows, no matter how – Hmm. no matter how big someone gets like if I we just did an hour and a half with Jerry West we did it at a Starbucks we did it at a, at a Starbucks two Casually. of us and uh he gave me the hour and a half so if if the logo can give me an hour and a half and be gracious and nice then like I'm sorry a uh, guy from locked on magic like do no and like they they look at your lanyard and they're like oh I don't know odyssey it's like, okay. Well.
1: Excuse me? If no, I don't no, know no, you, no, clearly no. you are not worth anything to the, anyone. S-
3: the security guard, before I got my credential and before he knew that I am, have a relationship with the people who started Summer League, he was like, pretty sure you can't be here. And I'm like, why are you Roughly. sure of that? And he goes, who are you with? And I go, Odyssey. And he goes, I don't know that company. And I go, well, just because you don't know the company doesn't mean it's not a company that has access to this space. Like, that's just that's just ridiculous." Mm-hmm. Well, he eventually got, you know, got acclimated to. That's the one they place knew, that I'm they knew
1: they knew you were coming in, and they made note that no is Warren. Not one to be I with. told
3: Warren, I was like, "Hey, your security guards bothering me." And Warren Lagarry is a agent of GMs and coaches. He's mm. the creator of Summer League. He's Scott like pull, the say. man, and he was like, "Just tell him, just tell him you're with me." I was like, you get okay, like a club
1: hand stamp. Like I need like to, a W. Clubs. I need
3: like a big W chain. It's like I'm with Warren. You know I'm what I mean? <laughs> I'm with Warren. Like just leave me alone. Be nice the to me. Ticket. Yeah, that's why I get to sit baseline. No media gets to sit baseline, but me.
1: Oh. Oh, for real? I thought that was just that. No, no media to- gets to
3: sit baseline <laughs> with me. Yeah, it's, in it's, the gee, building. I'm not a
1: celebrity guest.
3: I'm not. I just like, I Come just on. know Warren. I don't know why. I just sit there and I hope they don't say anything.
1: Or Everybody it, just know somebody. Well, it's about
2: knowing the right people. But Correct. just, I will say though, this is like the number one city to uh, feel like you're big time for a
3: weekend. That's the problem. And to know people in. Yeah. The I city- met Floyd May- Mayweather. Did I tell you guys no, that? No, you
1: did not share that with either of Floyd, us. Floyd Money
3: Mayweather. I got the ch- chance to talk to him. In his bag, where of money was he around. at? He at, was Summer, at League? Summer League, he was like literally like one row away from me. He was just like maybe as far as maybe as far as Lindsay is to you, Adrian. I
2: That's like this. Well, how'd that go?
3: Uh, it went okay. I asked him if he would give me his, his name if Vegas got an NBA team, and he said no. And I was like, damn. And he was like, well, because I already know the name. Oh, because
2: well, he's involved, like he's been he rumored. knows
3: people. And I said, oh, well, I didn't know that. What about you just make one up? And he goes, "Well, that would be faking it, wouldn't it? I don't do that." And what I was an like,
1: "Interesting answer." <laughs> oh,
3: well, that makes sense. That that actually makes sense. Thank you. Appreciate your time. And his security guard was like, "No interviews. He's not doing interviews." And before I told him what I was doing, he was like, "Dog, I've done everything that I'm supposed to do for you today. Right? I can decide what I want to do. Right?" I was like, "Okay." He said, "No, still."
1: You tell me, as one of his uh, SUVs parked just down the street all the time. Do you see like the money team SUVs just they're parked everywhere? In parking That's, lots. Like, it's really the cool I w- thing about wonder Vegas. Wonder who they're for. You well, know, I mean, like is it just jump like, offs? In, jumping off from what though?
2: Oh, jump offs. Sometimes I, I don't know what that means. Situations happen. S-
3: uh, situations.
1: You know, So he's just driving down Durango and well, was just what like, did, we got well, we to hop into a different car.
3: What, what, what did, uh, Entanglements. Entanglements. That's a great song. We Entanglements. <laughs> we
1: better come back from break with that. We have to. Out of respect. I don't think you can. Can you do that on the show? Oh, we can do whatever. That's the oh. great thing about being small oh, times that people don't pay attention to. You, so you, you can, can just, just play whatever of.
3: music you want. That
1: was the plan. And then I changed uh, one of the segments because I thought, eh, maybe we'll take it a little bit more seriously. And mostly because the song that I wanted to play definitely did not have any edited versions. So I was like, we got to move on.
2: And so you said you met Floyd. Met Floyd. Got to talk to the logo, humble brag bars, by the way. Forgot to say that bars. while you said that. Mm-hmm. And then you tweeted out getting to sit next to Steve Ballmer. How was that experience? Was he going crazy like he usually does around basketball?
3: Oh my God. It was like I had to almost tell him, this is summer league dog. Like this is <laughs> this is not a real game. He was like, come on, Jay Scrub, let's go, Jay Scrub. And I'm like, find you someone. That loves you as much as uh, Steve Ballmer, owner of the Clippers, loves a guy who sounds like an NBA 2K creative player, like (laughs) Jay Scrub. He's like out there. Uh, There's this kid, Musa Diabate from Michigan. uh, He's playing for the Clippers. You're right. He's, He's a really nice kid. So I was sitting next to somebody who knew him, next to Ballmer. So it was kind of me. Someone to my left was New Musa and then Balmer, and so we start chatting. And what was funny about that? He was like, "We were." I was like, "Man, how old is Musa? Like, he's really long. He's athletic. He's six nine, mm-hmm. long arms, like kind of Jaron Jackson esque, you know, okay. in terms of like how he wants to play. Doesn't have a three point shot like Jaron, but in terms of like wanting to run the ball up in transition, wanting to you know rebound and go like playing straight up." Getting rebounds, all that stuff felt sort of similar. So we were talking about him. And uh, I was like, he was like, Oh, what do you do? And I'm like, Oh, I work for a radio company called Odyssey. And an Odyssey station. And um, he was like, Oh, would I know that? And I was like, Yeah, there's stations in Memphis. I do. It. And I was like, Where do you live? He's like, I live in Memphis. I was like, Oh, yeah, there's a station in Memphis. I go on there. And he was like, Oh my God, do you know John Martin? And I was like, Oh my God, yes, I do hits with John Martin. And I'm like, How do you know John? He goes, Well, I'm John Morant's uncle.
1: Oh, okay. And I was like,
3: oh,
2: you never know in this city. Okay,
1: literally.
3: And he's like, my name's Phil. I'm like, uncle, uh, my handle's Uncle Phil. And I was like, Uncle okay, Phil, got it. Rest in peace. And he's like, and then next to next to him, and he's like, that's a that's Moose's trainer. And I was like, oh, nice to meet you, blah, blah. He's like, oh yeah, I'm Jonathan or whatever. And um, and then Phil leaves. The girl that's with them leaves, and so me and him are just talking. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool. You train Moose, and he's like, yeah, but I also train Jaw. And I was like, oh. Got it. Cool. Put
1: that into the old uh, lexicon. And I'm like,
3: where are you guys staying? Are you guys staying on the strip or whatever? Like, oh, we got a really big Airbnb. And I was like, how big? And they're like, I was like, but just like you guys, you, John, ja, No you know, party like, houses like anymore. Six, it's not allowed. Like six, seven of you? He goes, no, no. There's there's a lot more than that. And I huh. go, like 15? He goes, mm, more than that. It's like, you guys have a big house.
2: Reunion vibes. I mean, like, it's, seriously. A, it's a pad.
3: Apparently you can't park there.
1: Yeah, parking is a problem that pervades this community beyond the strip. That's definitely an issue. Didn't know that. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's one of those things that's behind uh, the baseball stadium too, and and the Raiders stadium that was did not know unresolved.
2: Yeah, you're paying like 150 to go to a Raiders preseason game. Yeah, I said preseason. Why wouldn't you just Uber? Well, because the surging is uh, either way Everybody's they're going to get you somehow.
3: <laughs> they're going to get you somehow, huh? Yeah, with the charges. Oh, absolutely. Or I, your friend could just like literally you could, your friend could just drive you. No, yeah. these are facts. Yeah. Like, these are facts. A, like we could figure out, like our guy Mark. He seems like he would be down. Mark, Mark, B, Marcus. Yeah, Marcus, our, our, yeah. Marcus, mm-hmm. per, uh, the PD here. Also, Tracy. Tracy seems very helpful. He seems mm-hmm. like he would be down to stop through and just have a paddy wagon. Of, yeah, we of get our knees going.
1: up over here. We make sure that people get where they need to go and with the tools that they need.
2: Yeah. Tris, I want to ask you because you've been, been to the finals,
1: mm-hmm.
2: All Star weekends, Summer League, like Olympics. it's Summer League, the Olympics.
1: All these the events, but when it
2: comes F- yep
3: Super Bowl, multiple five Super <laughs> <laughs> Bowls. When it comes to
2: the NBA, though, uh-huh. is like Summer League the best yes. event?
3: Yes, yes, absolutely. It's the best event because it's the most casual. Mm-hmm. It's uh longer. It's what you know, eleven days in the same city. Nobody's pressed necessarily to like get on a plane or you know, there's no real competition going on. There's time for dinners. Some people are eating dinners. I haven't really eaten dinner much. It's yeah. been very hard for me. Stay I'm, hydrated. She literally was like, "I don't have time to eat." Yeah, she's like just that. running around. It's this is this is the second meal of the day. I had a muffin, and then I had this smoothie from I don't know some smoothie when place inside few more of the Cosmo. In you. Yeah, I literally was walking in. So there's like this little juice bar thing, like smoothie bar thing in my hotel, and I was like, "What's the largest calorie thing you guys have?" <laughs> I just need, and they have a sausage pizza at the arena at Thomas and Mac, nine bucks, and it's really good. And I'm like, you know what? That's just maybe what we're gonna have to do. Yeah, like a five p.m. pizza. Well,
1: like a five p.m.
3: pizza, you know, because you're not Dairy
1: Queen in there. I didn't even know that. Because you're not eating
3: dinner (sighs) if they have a game on at what eight? You're not getting out of there till ten thirty. You're not eating till eleven. Like that is not, and that's I'm still on East Coast time. That's two a.m. dinner. What are we talking about? Mm-hmm. So I'm a little tired. I'm using the night shades, little blinds. My, Emma came with me. My dog. That's been a uh, that's been a nightmare in some ways. Like she pees in the hall constantly. No, and she's nine. Like I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But it's probably a half a mile from my room to the the dog to, park. No, just to the uh, to the elevator. Oh, gee, like oh, from it. my room <laughs> to the elevator is probably a half a mile. It's wild. But yeah, you're right, Adrian. I think I think summer league's the best because. Everyone in the NBA space will be there regardless of what team they cover. I actually got a, I don't even know if I should say this, but I got somebody kind of coming after you, girl, from uh, oh. NBC Sports Boston.
1: Oh, okay. They were like, hey, if you
3: ever want to do TV. I was like, well, I'm under contract, but I just appreciate that. I like it's I really can nice. Can of love you. the conversation. I'm happy. I'm happy where I am, but also like, thank you for the respect. He was like, you know your stuff. But I had to feel great. Got to meet Ime Yudoka yesterday as yep. well. Told him I was from Portland. I was from just one neighbor o- neighborhood over from him. Yep. Got a little emotional Talked about him
1: on the program. before. I was crying
3: on the- crying in the club. I was not yes. crying, not crying, but I got a little misty eye. Out of respect. I was just like, man, it's so cool. He's like, yeah, we brought all the any the Northeast Portland boys with me. They're all with me.
1: That's amazing. Yeah. You
2: gotta love that, and that's and the other thing too that's underrated is that like. Summer League, the draft just happened. Free agency is happening. So people are excited about their teams. We drafted this guy. We got him signed. Everything's looking up. Right. Like the All-Star break, some people are stressed because they're like, I don't want to get fired at the end of the season.
1: True.
3: And you're in season mode. This is literally the only time that everyone feels that they have a shot. Mm. Orlando right now, the Magic, like a, a franchise that, let's be honest, no one cares about at all.
2: Shard no. Lewis, I'm sorry.
3: And no one probably will care about them for a while. They've been in the in in the mediocre mediocre/bad zone for I don't know, 12 years. I since T-Mac and Derrick Armstrong. Since, since like probably since Dwight Howard, yeah. I guess. All-Star game 06. Oh, Dwight Howard D- Dwight Howard, but that was a long time ago, right? Mm-hmm. 16 15 years ago. So anyway, like th- Orlando still has the ability to uh, imagine a scenario that they make it to the play-in game. Like they see Paolo, Paolo's dominant. They think, okay, we add him to uh, a backcourt of Markel Fultz and you know Cole Anthony, and maybe we've got Terrence Ross there, and you know we re-sign Mo Bamba, and like that's a squad. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not.
2: It's twenty wins. Maybe. It's tw-
3: twenty. It's twenty twenty-five. Great music video set up. It's twenty twenty-five. A uh, Mo Bamba. Uh-huh. Great song. <laughs> it's not a squad, and so this is the only time Kings fans are excited because Keegan Murray is. Putting up buckets against low-level talent. And but they got Kyle nice Hoyerter though.
1: though. They got that guy though, right? What yes, no? Kyle, Kyle Hoyerter? That's how I say his name. I say there's the a kid.
3: There's a kid Namias Kata, that plays for them. He's like seven feet tall. I have no idea how he's going to be against other NBA seven-footers, but he is balling. His his footwork is crazy. He's getting rebounds. He's getting putbacks. His motor is really high. Mm. He was one of. The, I mean, when I made a list. And He's a Sacramento King kid as well when I made a list of players that I wanted Jerry West to evaluate, which long ass interview yeah like one half of the interview is all about summer league talent evaluation and him giving me his thoughts on probably ten players and then and the MiK was one of them that I was mm-hmm. like really interested in, so that's how good he's been and then the second half of the interview is all about just like how if you build it if you had a Le- LeBron James on your roster mm-hmm. and you had no one else like nobody else was on the roster yet. How do you sur- what do you do to surround him with a team that best fits him and wins a championship which I thought was like an interesting he had an interesting point of view. We also are probably gonna go viral. He said something that was like my, maybe Calling one of the, it. maybe one of the craziest things I've heard Well I'll talk to you guys about that at the break, but it's go- I don't think he's ever said that before. really I don't think he's ever said that before and it would be something I could very easily see. Being talked about on NBA Today.
2: Well, I got to ask you, like, oh. where where would this interview, like, where would you find it if you were interested in listening? So to
3: it? it'll be out in the next couple of weeks, and it'll be wherever you find your podcast called Heat Check uh, with Trista Crick. Heat Check is two words. You can find that on the Odyssey app. We can find that on Spotify. You can find that on Apple Podcasts. But definitely check it out because it's going to be two ver- t- two separate interviews, most likely. Mm. The audio we had to find a place to. Record At and Bucky's. you don't want to mess around and, and you know, like put yourself in a situation where the location's bad. So sure. we try to go to the convention center and then there's like this uh, this convention going on called Lead with Purpose.
1: Oh, lovely.
3: Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. So that the quiet space was, buzzwords, was, sure was now a convention space. They were a lot of people coming up to him, but it was nice. He gave me the time, which was, you know, all you could ask for. Great. He's a very soft spoken dude, though, like yeah. very, very soft spoken. In an interview for him, though. Maybe one of the best trash talkers I've ever seen in my life. Like, if you've heard the podcast, heat check, wherever you find your podcast. <laughs> if you hear the podcast, you'll say, wow, she says mean things a lot. They're, they're meant to be joking, but they're mean, some of them. Yeah. Just to be jokes. He is worse than that. Swear to God. Worse than that. He told me, I'm not even going to say what the player's name is, but I asked him about a certain player who's been moved around on a few different teams, and he said... That guy's a dumbass. That guy is as dumb as a stump. It doesn't matter where he goes. He is as dumb as a stump. Sit there in that corner and just shoot threes. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What? I'm not going to say the player's name.
2: Patrick Beverly, but then you said shoot threes. So. That slander
3: cannot be brought
1: into the studio. No, I think he loved Pat Bev. Love Pat Bev. Who Beth. doesn't? Who doesn't? Yeah. I'm still not over you had, You had Jerry. You had um, Nick Nurse. And Nick I, Nurse was great. Yeah. That that
3: interview is completely clean. Like, there's no audio issues there, so that'll That's come good. out first. Uh, Nick Nurse is so insightful. So here's something that people don't know. Here's something that I didn't even know. Uh-huh. What do we at on time? We got to oh. go?
1: Oh, go-ish. I mean, it just depends on how long you want to hang out with us. A minute or
3: two? Do we have to go a minute or two? How yeah. about this? Coming back from break, I'll mm. tell you guys something. She's a pro. That I did not know was a, an NBA protocol hmm. that I have broken multiple times since I've been at Summer League and probably will continue to break.
1: What a tease. Rule breaker, Trista Crick. But first, we got to give some stuff away.
2: Yeah, let's do it right now. Get your chance to win a family four pack to go see the international club soccer champions, England's Chelsea FC, take on Mexico's Club America at the Legion Stadium. Right now, we're looking for a caller 10. 702 889 5978. 702 889 5978. Good luck to caller 10 from the Playmakers and 1140 the bat. <laughs>
0: Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, The Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet.
1: July 13th, the day that the world listened to The Playmakers. Lindsey Brown, Adrian Hernandez, and The Trista Crick in studio with you guys here until 5 p.m. I don't know if you're here with us until 5 p.m., but I'm just going to keep pushing it down the road until you say no.
3: I'm not here till 5 at all. Perfect. (laughs) I'm not here till 5 at all.
1: Certainly not. You guys can go to the arena. Yeah, you do. You got to go get uh, down to the summer league, and, and you got to get back to that story you were telling us right before we went to break about some protocols that you were unaware of that you've been uh, breaking, essentially. So we were.
3: T- I, I did an interview with Nick Nurse, mm-hmm. and uh, I just hit him up, and I was like, hey, what's your schedule? And I had been preparing for this interview, I swear on my mom's life. I have questions written out for this interview for the last since November 2020. Mm. Like so we're talking about it's it's July 2022. So there was an interview that was scheduled and on the books that the Toronto Raptors in some way something happened. Not no no shade to them. Mm-hmm. But like they canceled and they wouldn't reschedule. They would not reschedule. So I hit him up and I'm like, "Hey, would you be okay to do an interview today or or an interview at all?" And he was like, "I'm leaving tomorrow." And I was like, "Well, what's your schedule today?" And he was like, "Why don't we do it today at like 2:30?" So we do the interview goes great mm-hmm. for probably probably an hour hour long interview great amazing amazing gives me all kinds of time. He's talking about team Canada and you know all these young kids coming out of Canada becoming good pros and yeah really how it starts they were like you know is it is it the the Vince Carter's of the world, and it was like, no, it's the Andrew Wiggins's of the world the Wiggins. That, that are they're encouraging and inspiring these young Canadian kids to think that there's more out there. So amazing interview. We're wrapping up. I'm I'm packing up all the mics and stuff, mm-hmm. and he's like, so I'm just letting my PR team know. I'm like, okay, cool. And I get like a text, and he's like, hey, uh, just a heads up, like PR team might be not be super stoked with the way that that was that was done, and I'm like, what? He's like, well, you know, they say they get a lot of requests, and uh, yeah. they say no a lot. So I wanted to do it, but just a heads up, they might not be super stoked with you if you see them at the arena. And I was like, oh, so then I'm trying to get an interview with Paolo. Yeah, same thing. You're supposed to apparently go through the comms department mm-hmm. and try to get a PR person to schedule it for you or say yes. Basically, gatekeep. Yes. Basically, find ways. And to me. You know, when there's a company, Odyssey, and No Shade Odyssey, it's a great company that owns a lot of important radio stations all over the yep. country, music, sports, whatever. But for whatever reason, people in the NBA space don't really have that name recognition as they do with the actual radio station itself, sure. like 95.7 The Game or WEEI or whatever. Yep. So, you know, some of these PR people, they're like, Odyssey, no. Yeah, a- a podcast, a- no.
1: ACY. Thank you.
3: Yeah, like, no, no, no. So it's like, well, at the end of the day... I need yeses. I need yeses to build the brand. I need yeses to create content. I can't handle 30 gatekeepers getting in the way and getting mad.
2: I'm taking notes as you say that. Yeah, so,
3: yeah I mean, t- to a degree, th- that can be a problem, right? Yep. These PR people, the comms guy from... I was telling Adrian before the show, the comms guy from the Orlando Magic basically was like, you'll never speak to Paolo until BetMGM is our title sponsor. And I was like, well, that sounds... That sounds highly transactional, illegal. But yeah. hey, you know, you do you. Like you do you, my <laughs> That's guy. Highly illegal. That sounds like highly unprofessional. <laughs> I like. I don't think Mike Bass, Timbering? the head of communications at the NBA, would love. There's a lot of that. that
1: going around, though. Of just like it's so much harder to get an interview, and it was kind of expedited with the pandemic of us getting kicked out of locker rooms. Like the NHL, yeah. we're not allowed to even go back in there. We, we've never had a gold night on this program. Really, never, never once. So how do you guys go about it? Just oh, try to become I, so good that they will invite themselves to our show eventually rather than begging at their uh, at their feet for it.
2: And I'm very persistent on the emails. Yeah. And I'm good on the content, too. Yeah. Uh, 11, 40, the Bet Las Vegas on Twitter, you should We're follow the it new for media. our listeners. So, yeah, no, we just... Pers- I send a lot of emails to try to track down people. The Golden Knights PR people, just like the Magic, they don't like me very they much. They
1: lose
3: things very easily. They're like, oh, yeah, no, like, really nice hearing from you. We're just... And it would be okay if he was like, yeah, you know, you didn't really schedule anything. Just give me a call. Like, we we can schedule. Even if he was lying. That'd be fine. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, you know, just hit me up. We can do something in advance. And, you know, we're just really busy right now. This is the end of the interview period. Great. Maybe now I wouldn't be slandering you to uh, a nation BQL audience and probably going to make a TikTok about it. Probably going to talk about it at Heat Check. Probably going to talk about it on the fan. Yeah. Probably going to talk about it on every platform I have. And you know what? Probably going to send a nice little email to the head of communications. Because work.
2: In sports, like in music, that's payola. Like, we're going to pay you to play the music. It's mm-hmm. essentially what he said. Hey, pay us once you're a sponsor. I
1: don't think that's, like, okay, right? I don't, I don't think that's think no, okay that either, that's... but, like, there's so much stuff that's changing. I don't think there's enough people with eyes on this stuff or that would care to, like, truly investigate it.
2: Well, so, apparently, Disney's being cheap because that's the main sponsor. That's on the jersey of the Magic. And when you finally have a player people want to talk to. Finally. You should probably want to have. When's the
3: last player we all really wanted to talk to that played for the Magic?
1: Mm, maybe
2: Aaron Gordon
3: Victor he got Oladipo,
1: traded? you know, right after his time in Indiana. No, he went to Orlando first. I know. Well, that's he wasn't he drafted by them. Yes. Yeah. And so, like, right at the peak of his, uh, before, you say
3: before he went to Indiana, before he went to yeah, OKC. Yeah. Daryl Armstrong. I still maybe? don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think anyone was like Pat Gary, I you need didn't do to talk to Victor Oladipo. Well,
1: it was you asked if what we would want, so that's that's my answer. It's maybe not that, your answer. Jesus.
3: Like we as like a society, I mean like would you break your back to talk to Victor Oladipo?
1: Probably not break my back, but maybe a finger, depending. Maybe like
3: a finger. Would you stand in a line like waiting? No. That's what I'm saying. No, I can't. But you stand would stand in, in a line for Palo, right? Like a four person line, five person line? I
2: guess. Yeah, right. Yeah, but you it won't. would have to be four or five. Here's the thing about Vegas. Don't ever wait in lines for yeah, anything anyway.
1: I have such an aversion to it. That's all I got out I of my Diet lines. Coke addiction. I just got sick of waiting in the line at McDonald's. I'm like, we'll just work this out of our life.
3: Oh, man, the the hotel lines are crazy.
1: That's probably why you haven't eaten a lot of food. It's just... I, can, I look at it and yep, I go, No, nope. you no. Know.
3: And it, the only... One time I ordered a wrap for the next morning because mm. that was the only time. Like It was like 11.30, 12 a.m. at night. And I was like, oh, I'll just... I'm going to be real smart and I'll order like a turkey wrap for tomorrow. Get ahead of it. It was so nasty. I couldn't even (laughs) eat it. The avocado was brown. The the whole wheat on the wrap was like gamey and like mealy. And I was like, never. It's fine. It was still
2: 17 bucks though.
3: (laughs) I mean, maybe more.
1: Maybe more. See, I would look at that and if it looked a little bit off, I would just, I wouldn't eat it.
3: I tried one time. I tried one time, like three, four bites, five, six bites, seven, eight bites. Not a full half, but almost. It was well. Tris,
2: I want to ask you the last thing on the Magic. What do you think about them shutting down Paulo after two games? Oh,
3: I mean, I'm starting to get a feel for this team. Like, I've never really had any attention on them, sure. right? My, my laser beam is now set on them. It's like on um, <laughs> It's now locked and loaded on this franchise. Like, I have a bunch of uh, fans that are on TikTok that want more coverage on the Magic. And I'm going to pay attention to them a lot now. And I think we're starting to kind of get a sense yeah. of, and here's the thing too. There's a, a really wonderful woman. Her name is Becky Bonner. And I sat next to her on the baseline. And she's an, uh, I think she's the head of player development there. And she comes from an M, like a, a basketball family. She's six, two, six, three. Her brother is Matt Bonner, mm-hmm. she's just really nice. So I had this incredible interaction with her. She even told me why they hid the pick. I was like, hey, why did you guys decide to conceal the pick when no one could take the pick from you? Right. And she was like, which also Jerry West comments on that strategy in the interview. So you have to check that out. He wasn't pleased with her answer. NBA Heat Check, by the way. NBA Heat Check. He was not pleased with the answer. So anyway, she said, um, you know, it's just our culture. We don't let things get out. We don't leak things, and uh also it kind of it kind of screwed around with what Houston Rockets were trying to do, didn't it? Yeah. And so there's always a benefit in that gamesmanship. So I had this great interaction with her, and this was when Palo was shut down. And, and so I'm starting to get outside of her because I think she's phenomenal, and I really would love to have her on the pod. She's really nice. She even invited me to meet up with Terrence Ross, who's also from Portland, who plays for the Magic. He's got a podcast too. Yeah. So she was great. We love Becky. Everyone else can pound sand. And it was like... Yeah, I'm starting to understand. There's like a, there's a problem with this team and hmm. this franchise and this culture, and shutting them down two games in the secrecy around the pick. It just is the self importance of a team that kind of feels like there about the shouldn't Golden Knights be. Right now? It shouldn't be self important. You've done absolutely nothing, and. You have no resources. You have no players, marquee players of note. You don't have management necessarily that's considered to be marquee. John Hammond, I don't know him well. I hope he's a nice guy. He's the one who selected Giannis for the Bucks, So, mm-hmm. obviously, smart guy. But, you know, ultimately when you poke around and you ask around from, for other people who work for other franchises, mm-hmm. they've told me that they've had to help out players of the Magic from the other team to do things that the magic organization wouldn't do for the players. Like get tickets to things, like right. get tickets for the family to go see Usher. And it's just like,
1: wow. It just shows you like what an environment can do to individuals, especially it's like the the best thing for creativity is collaboration. And so that's, yeah. that's an all encompassing thing, not just people within the organizations or the other organizations within the league, but people like you and me and Adrian too, because you guys are much more basketball people than I am.
2: Listen, Tristan, you can roast Jonathan Isaac all you want. What do you think about Jabari Smith? His defense has been incredible.
1: He's been good.
3: I think that's a tough spot for him. I don't know really how he's going to get the ball, right? You saw him play at Auburn, and he had two guards that really were not interested in getting him the ball all that often. Mm -hmm. And he got his, but he didn't get his nearly as much as I think he could have. I do think that OKC would have been a better fit for him. Probably Orlando would have been a better fit for him. But Houston with Kevin Porter Jr., with Josh Christopher, with Jalen Green, all of those guys like to chuck. All those guys love to drive it to the rim. Mm -hmm. Maybe he'll be a good, like, catch-and-shoot, drive-kick-out guy, plays defense. But I think he's more than that. So I think Houston's going to have to figure out who everyone's role – who is – on the roster, where that what their role is, and whether they need to move some pieces in order to open things up for Jabari because it does not feel like he's going to be the focal point mm-hmm. of the offense, especially with Jalen Green.
1: Is Oklahoma City the team that's best poised to kind of emerge out of the basement if you're if we're talking about like those top five lottery teams?
3: Yeah, I think so. I mean, Josh Giddy's playing in yep. Summer League simply for the fact that he wants to create chemistry with Chet For the culture. For literally. the culture. For Chet and Chet's for the culture. Oklahoma City, I think they're gonna be the league pass team of the year. They've got Lou Dort, they've got Chet, they've got Giddy, they've got Shea. I mean when you mention Shea fourth as a, and he's the marquee guy on a Supermax deal, this is a fun team. They've got Jalen Williams and Jalen Williams. Two Jalen Williams. Jalen Williams might be one of the steals of the draft from Santa Clara. Jerry West is in love with Jalen Williams. Hmm. Really good. Great passer. Kevin
1: Can do Durant a little bit of everything. There.
3: That'd be very interesting. Timetable for Deshaun Watson. Discipline expected before start of camp. When is that? Isn't that like tomorrow? That's like, camp is
2: in we, yeah, less than a, a week couple. For the, th- for the Browns, yeah. I think it's the 25th We're of up July. We're first
1: with somebody else, but. Wow! I, I saw it went we'll from see. like a season down to like six or seven games. And if it's six or seven games, my goodness, there is going to be a lot of vitriol, especially coming from this particular don't you program. Think it,
3: then don't you think he would have been a better Raider? He could have gotten all those massages and never would have been in in hot water here.
1: If the Raiders actually went after him, I think that they do irreparable damage to this community. That they no, I mean beforehand, problems. before oh, it happened. Before it happened, don't you
3: think that this would be the best spot for a guy who loves massages? <laughs> yeah, I
2: mean unlimited resources. Uh, over allegedly, here,
3: right? allegedly, allegedly.
1: Well, it just depends. I mean, uh, you could ask Robert Kraft the same thing.
3: Well,
2: Miami too. That was another yeah, hot double
1: standards. Every which way and other ways. Uh, we got to get to break here. We're gonna get into NHL free and see maybe some golf and uh, definitely some more conversation with Tristan. No,
3: no, I gotta go. I gotta go. Oh, you
1: gotta go. I gotta okay. go. Damn it! Well, maybe next time. Definitely she was really trying then. to
3: get me here until 4, but it's okay. Two segments is all. I, I love you. we we'll take what we can get. I will maybe come back this week if I have time.
1: Excellent. Thank you so much for your time, Trista Crick. We will be right back, 1140
0: The Bet. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.
3: You've earned this rich
0: golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight,
3: the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and
0: Lidella is your reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import Chicago, Illinois. Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown, the playmakers, exclusively on 1140 the bet.
1: We are scrambled right now. We are absolutely discombobulated and it's not just because we had a great uh two segment conversation with Trista Crick who we have on this program. Uh, each and every week, usually on Tuesdays, but she's in town covering Summer League. But in our conversations with her, I took my eye off the ball a little bit. Uh, on what's going on in the hockey world, Adrian?
2: Because free agency is here.
1: Free agency is here. And, uh, you know, our, our local club here has spent a few dollars in free agencies past that uh, has worked themselves into quite a salary cap predicament. Max Pacioretty and Dylan Coughlin... We're both traded to Carolina today, within the hour, for future considerations, which is code word for nothing.
2: Players to be named later, baseball vibes, basically.
1: Correct. Which, you can make this trade, and and it could literally be for a bag of pucks. uh, Andre Casa is also heading to the Carolina Hurricanes, but... I was just looking through all these tweets that, uh, that people are sending out from, from various media. People be that from the national standpoint, from our, our local standpoint. From Fa- Frank Saravalli of the Daily Faceoff tweets, players at Vegas has the Golden Knights have been forced to trade to unload for no or minimal return due to a salary cap crunch. Max Pacioretty, Evgeny Dodonov, Marc-Andre Fleury, Nate Schmidt, Paul Stasny, Cody Eakin. So some pretty important names on that roster. And Max Pacioretty, we know that he was hurt for a really good chunk of this season. The best shot on this team has been. Now you would think, oh, well, that space will be taken up by Mr. Jack Eichel now, right? Well, that's how we got into this problem, right? That's And these are just the names that they, they sold off for nothing. We're not talking about Alex Tuck being sent for Jack Eichel or Peyton Krebs, and we're not here to like revisit every deal that they've ever done. But this is where it's like I I question how this team is run, not just because of the reasons that we were kind of discussing with Trista in, in terms of how she was describing them with the Orlando mag- Magic and how – Closed and shuttered they are and how secretive and how self-important they are and ultimately what that is a sign of which is a very egocentric uh, almost like dehumanizing mindset right yeah because I just I don't see how it is sustainable to have these star players and for them to have like career years or I mean a big uh, have a big time impact on this team and then you ship them off for nothing Like, they traded Marc-Andre Fleury away months after he won the Vesna Trophy. Right?
2: That doesn't seem to make any sense. Because
1: we had to sign Player X's. We had to sign Robin Leonard, which I'm not here to do the Fleury-Leonard debate either. But it's just, why are we biting off more than we can chew every time? And then wonder why we have a stomach ache at the end. And issues that this roster has because for all of... Well, last year was a fluke because of all the injuries. Hockey's a physical game. And we're not even talking about, like, the wear and tear physicality of the game that just happens from playing years and years and the bumps and the bruises and everything else. In addition to, you know, the head traumas, the big hits, the getting kicked in the freaking face. Like, Alec Martinez, you think this team was top-heavy before? Like, I just... I, I don't see how this is a not just a, a sustainable model, but a successful one. I don't see how you can foster a culture that that has this camaraderie because you're just worried that your buddy's going to be the next one shipped out, or or what what does my contract truly mean?
2: And as a hockey novice, there should be an element of preparedness in terms of using the cap and what's going to happen. Right. So that you're not in. So basically, what I'm saying is. They should be in a position to be able to leverage things and maximize and not be, because to me, from what you're telling me and from what I'm seeing on social media – this is like, oh, we need to get this done so that we're under the cap. So we that's where you trade and get nothing back. Right. There's no preparedness. Because it
1: gets $7 million off the, off the books when you get rid of Max Pacioretty.
2: And our front office didn't have changes. Our coach did. Yeah. So for the front office, there isn't an excuse of turnover, this, that, and the third. It just doesn't seem – this doesn't seem logical. And once again, with – and obviously, this could be prisoner of the moment. But based on your reaction and from what I'm seeing, like – You're losing these key players that not only from your perspective, from a player's perspective, how that damages and doesn't build chemistry, but then you lose the faith of the fan base.
1: Right. Well, and I don't know if there's that much to begin with either. And I'm not sure that this is the final nail in the coffin because it's different when you're trading away like original members of this team because that's the way that they had set it up. But this also enables you to go out and re-sign Riley Smith, which we know he's been holding off to get his deal done. There ha- we hadn't heard anything all day. He hasn't really spoken about it in the offseason. Um, it was kind of like an unspoken handshake agreement. And you have to still address, like, the, the Nick Waz of the world, the Keegan Colasars, the Brett Howdens. Like, there's all of those pieces. But it's just you have to be careful about who you piss off, honestly. Because it's about dealing with these agents as well and, and how many clients they have. I mean, just look at what happened to Cam Talbot up in Minnesota. Now he's a member of the Ottawa Senators, which is a great organization to be a part of. We'll get into that a little bit later in the program for like the rest of the free agency signings and what I'm thinking about that. But people talk. And we've had this conversation you know, many times on this program. But it's just most of the moves that they make don't logically make sense to me. And I'm not the final judgment person here, and I'm not claiming to say that I know and that what I know is best and what I know is truth. But it's just, I don't know. It just seems so wrong to me all the time. And it just comes out of nowhere. They keep things all all these things close to the vest. And so you don't really have that earned benefit of the doubt. At least with me. Maybe they're talking to other people in the media. I mean, I I tried... I stopped trying really hard to get these people to talk to me a while ago because I realized that I didn't have enough gas in the tank to continue to go after this stuff, and it doesn't really serve what we're trying to do on this program. But that's the, that's what I'm kind of what I'm like, how does this truly serve this team? Like, you're betting big on the on the pieces that you've brought in and that turnover and and Jack Eichel's health and everything else, and I suppose that's what you're doing. Everybody's taking a gamble today if you're assigning people to big money or not. But I just – I just don't have a good feeling about it.
2: And neither does anybody. I haven't seen one person so far trying to look things up that's like, oh, this is a smart move.
1: Right. And you hear like stories coming out of Tampa Bay who we like to liken ourselves to because we're going to, you know, circumnavigate the cap like they did with Kucherov and stuff where they're having their GM, uh, Julian Brisbois, come out ahead of free agency and talk about Andres Palat, who's been with that organization, has been part of the two cups, like a huge player, and then they weren't able to come to terms with their um, – for, for a new contract, and just saying how great of a person he is, how how he is a, uh, like a lifelong bolt, like one of those most well-known bolts and, and so integral to their success. Would I, If I ever saw anything like that from this team, would be like, who is – what ghostwriter did they hire? <laughs> Whose feelings did they commandeer for a hot second, honestly?
2: Nope, everything's a business decision.
1: Everything is a business decision. It's next man up at mentality. But I'm just like, that has its limitations. And ultimately, there's a lot of magic to hockey. There's a lot of cultural um, spirituality. Again, something that we've really gotten into on this program. And we had that here in those first couple seasons, namely that first season. And there's an understandable, like, people have to move on. But you don't need to stamp it out. It's like they won't – it's not that they won't just clap for Tinkerbell. They're going to throw out her her house. They're going to make sure that she's out on the street and that we don't see her so she's a few streets over. And just we wash our hands of it. And I just – I don't think that's the way to run a team.
2: And also, I mean, this this may be way, way out there. Uh, I hope the Golden Knights are aware that, like, yes, the Raiders are here. The Aces are here more teams are coming so this like you treating the fan like you doing moves that upset the fans and everything there'll be other options so in comparison to before when they were the only thing in town and I just I just think that's something to look out for long term if this continues because this this seems to be a pattern you named multiple players yeah and you've said we've gotten multiple pucks we don't need pucks to win we need good players to win
1: right and so it's just it's not that I have a problem with moving on from players. It's the fact that you bet big, you give them the world, and you sign them these things, and then they're shipped out for nothing. And, and you have to make moves to help mitigate your losses. That's that's what I think gets this team into hot water, and, and not just short-term but long-term. Because all they say, well, as long as we win a cup, we're going to be fine. As long as we win a cup, all of this is going to be worth it. It's not easy. I mean, first time ever they missed the playoffs. They haven't had, besides the second year, where you get to the first round and then you're stopped right there and you could have had a hell of a season and it's just done. And the more that you kind of rip out the hearts in the way that you do and you stamp on them, the the less patience people are going to have to put themselves out there to invest themselves as much as they do. And like you said, eventually that's how relationships get eroded away and that's how ticket sales get eroded away. Right?
2: 100%.
1: Very, very volatile. Playmakers here in situation for your Vegas Golden Knights. We'll have more NHL free agency and other sports conversations on the way. I'm for the bet.